Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Path to Integration podcast. I am Christina Suddeth, your host and your coach with Path to Integration. So today I'm trying something new. I'm actually getting on video for the podcast. Typically, I am on my phone. I'm able to stop and go as I want. And today I'm I'm putting the spotlight on. So we'll see how that goes. And, you know, thank you for being here along the way. And I hope that, you know, in stepping out and continuing to create myself, continuing to lean into creation and whatever that means for me, I hope that it gives you permission to do the same, to step into your creativity, to begin to integrate your visions. That's really what past integration is about. It's about we all are running around this world with our intentions, with our dreams, with our daydreams, right? And I, if you know me closely, you probably know me to perhaps be judgmental about my imagination. And at the same time, while I have that judgment, I also experience a deep trust or a deep knowing that that imagination is actually what's possible. If I learn, if we learn as a collective to be able to channel those visions into integrated reality, right? So that's what this podcast is about. That's what my coaching is about, is really being able to step into the fullness of who we are, the expression that we have in voice, in our service in the world, in our creativity, in our desires, in our full womanhood, in our full manhood, in our full personhood. And because there's so much about, like there's so much of us, right? There's so much that we can experience and our world has created it so that we currently get to live or experience a very limited perspective of who we are. Very, perhaps linear or, yeah, linear is a great word, a linear perspective of who we are. The multidimensional aspect of ourselves, that is a choice. It's a choice because it requires us to go beyond What we've been told is safe. What we've been told is okay and acceptable. And it requires us to push into our edges, push beyond and, you know, push past the fear of not being accepted or being looked at strangely, right? (laughs) I was talking to one of my coaches the other day and about this topic of being afraid to put my voice out there. And she's like, and what if your voice actually sparks curiosity? So I asked that for you all as well. Like, what if the things that you're actually afraid of create and spark curiosity in others? What if exactly what you need to create or desiring to create or have envisioned for yourself is exactly what other people need to unlock more freedom for themselves? You know, the institutions, organizations, the schooling, the medical system, the 
structures that we have in place today are have been in place or have been put in place many, many years ago. And having worked in organizations for my entire career so far, 13 years, 14 years, 15 years that I've been involved with institutions from university to now, one valuable thing about institutions and organizations that they are pillars and structures for communities. They create some kind of structure, right? For around which we can build. However, the challenge of these structures and organizations is that it takes time for them to evolve. And we have seen time and time again that this evolution can also be stinted by the leadership that is in charge of these organizations. So one thing that we have the opportunity to do is realize that while structures and pillars and organizations are can bring value, we also get to understand that <clears throat> that we are the organization, that we as individuals are the organization, we make up the organism, right? The collective organism. And so our individual expression, our individual ability to live out our multidimensional experience, our most authentic selves, that is what's creating the direction in which organizations or institutions or groups of people or coalitions go you know we as individuals as a collective are deciding where these pillars are taking us and what are we actually like holding down in our communities so what i want to what else i want to say about that is that we have placed a certain amount of trust on organizations and institutions because we were taught from being young that schools and these institutions are the place of safety. They are the place that you go to to learn, to trust, to download your information. And what if we created more and more and more safety and trust and resource within ourselves so that we actually trust ourselves more. That we actually trust each other individually, collectively. Again, the collective is made of individual parts. But sometimes in these built institutions of companies and schools and medical systems, as I've mentioned before, they can prevent us from actually getting intimate with one another. Intimate in the sense of like actually being able to see the true you, the true me. And it keeps us separated. Like I'm this person at work in whatever workplace you go to. And I'm this person at home or I'm this person on vacation. And sure, of course, right? There's parts of us where if we're on vacation or if we're dancing somewhere, we're at an event, right? Different aspects of ourselves can be highlighted. However, that being said, what is 
often the case now is we have this, you know, what is, what's a commonplace, not saying everyone, but a common scenario is we have this nine to five block chunk of ourselves. And in that we show up this way. And then we're told, you know, you know, we hide maybe our personal life or we are the same in both places, but yet it doesn't feel like the fullness of who we could be. <clears throat> so if we began to create safety in ourselves, trust in ourselves and resource within and around us, we would actually have the courage to live out our lives more authentically. We would have the courage and the foundation in which we can resource our visions and our creations from within, from like our deep-seated soul experience, our deep-seated inner knowing, rather than from a place of our ego, from a place of needing to get ahead, from a place of scarcity, right? So much of what we've created in this world comes from a place of scarcity in the sense of we're just building and building and building in order to store up enough stores of something or to have enough control of the wild, whatever the wild, like the wild could be the nature, could be people, could be anything in that regard. But we build up safety, we build up structures, we build up policies and regulations to control. And a big part of that need and desire of control is our instinctive animal-like behavior of ourselves of being human that we need safety, we need control, so let's control and let's create these structures. But what if we were actually creating from a deep sense and a deep knowing of safety and self-trust and a deep knowing and a sense of safety with another person. So that's what's been on my mind and for myself, what I'm experiencing really truly day in and day out in this moment is like, how can I create safety, trust, and resource within myself so that I can be more expansive and, and be able to take those leaps into my visions, into my creations, ah, and feel safe and grounded in doing so. So what are some ways that you can create more safety, more self-trust, and additional resource for you to actually live out your dreams, to live out your creations, to live out your envisions, your visions, right? And, and do so in an integrated way. In a way that you're grounded, where you are not running around from impulsivity, but you're creating from consciousness. And some of the ways that you can do so is one, recognize where you've hooked into for safety and trust. Where externally have you hooked into those places that could be a workplace setting that could be another person that could be a way of being or a protective mechanism that you have 
there are many ways that we can create safety. And so part of recognizing, okay, how can I create actual authentic safety within myself is noticing where you have like false idols, (laughs) false connections to safety. Now, that's not to say that community can't be a place of safety for us. Absolutely. But our primary place of safety must come from within. Because the external pieces, the external people, the external organizations, the external pillars of structure, they can always fall away. They can always come to a place of disappointment. Now, what's even deeper than that is that whether they fall away or not, right? Things fall away. We have to adjust to it. We have to learn how to move with it. We have to let things go when it's time to let things go. But when we have that inner safety within ourselves, when we have built that inner trust within ourselves, things around us can change and shift and will be good. You know, we'll be good and solid and trusting in the process of things falling away, the process of things dying metaphorically, right? And the process of rebirthing and rising again as a phoenix would. And so when we have trust in ourselves, trust in our inner knowing that things are going to be okay, that where we go, we'll be taken care of then we can actually move through with courage and strength that's independent from external factors. Building the self-trust is another thing. So do you trust yourself? That takes time, right? Just as it takes time to build trust in someone else, it takes time to trust who you are. It takes time to trust that you will follow through on what you say you're going to do. It takes time to trust that you know that you're going to show up. It takes time to trust that your outputs or what you create is actually consistent and trustworthy. So it's a practice and it's okay if you don't trust yourself fully right now because step by step, showing up each time, gaining the reps, you know, doing the reps, gaining consistency, then you will build the confidence. Consistency leads to competency and competency leads to confidence. Okay. So building that inner safety, building that self-trust takes time and it takes creating the awareness of where have I hooked into something else instead of building up my inner world, building up my inner strength, building up my inner trust. And finally, the other thing is resource. So do you have the resource to actually live out your vision or to actually live out the creative endeavors that you're desiring to do and to contribute to this world? Resource means, again, the inner resource, but it also means outer resource. It means the finances to actually follow through, the connections, the collaborations, your ability to show up in healthy ways in relationship to these things, to, in your relationship to money, in your relationship to other people. And then 
again, your emotional resourcefulness. Do you have the emotional capacity to lean into your edge? Are you taking enough rest? So creating resource, creating the resource in which you can channel or redirect your energy from being here and there and all over the place to being able to like, whew, I'm going to laser focus my energy. I'm going to unhook it from here, unhook it from there and redirect it in this one direction because this is what I want. I have, you know, uh, chosen to commit myself to this path, to this direction. And we get to bring the internal resources in so that we can move forward and we have to create the external resource of money, of community, of collaboration, of connection in order to see things through. Now imagine that if you haven't been taking care of your finances, maybe you've been skipping over the finances part, i.e. perhaps being out of integrity with your finances, then you actually won't have the resource to put toward the things you actually desire most. So sometimes we go for the quick fixes or the the yeah, the quick fixes or the easy wins or the the word I'm missing, I'm missing a keyword here, right? Like quick satisfaction instead of being like, nope, hold up, I'm actually going to save that resource, keep that resource and redirect it to the thing that actually is going to fill my soul. It's actually going to fill me up even more so that I can live the dreams, the biggest dreams that I have. Sometimes we settle for something less, right? Sometimes we settle and we get to learn over and over and over again, where are we settling? And that goes back to safety again, right? It goes back to safety in the sense of if we're settling for something, we've hooked onto something, we've grabbed onto something, it's likely because we don't know how to regulate our system to feel safe. And so we've latched onto something else or we've reached for the, the thing that soothes us in the moment instead of maintaining that resource and redirecting it to something more specific and more intentional and more conscious and more aligned with our bigger vision. So I'm going to end there for today. I, I so enjoy connecting with you all in this way. My coaching work is related to creating that inner safety, that self-regulation so that we can redirect that energy for the big things, for the really soul-fulfilling things. So have a wonderful day and see you on the next Path to Integration podcast. Mm-hmm.